0: Shalom Aleichem, Abiyaf, 613. we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Kuf Yud Gimel, Babakama 113, pagination is 225. We're starting from the Mishnah, which can be found, seven lines into the wide line. By way of introduction, I'll mention a phrase from Shulchan Aruch, which will put this into perspective. In Simon Shin Samech Tes, in the laws of Gzeila theft, the Mechaber writes in Sifbeis, A person is not allowed to benefit from an item that was stolen. Even after the owner gives up because it was stolen from him, but it's in the hands of the gazlan, the thief still has it, and now you want to benefit from that item that's restricted, Provided that you're aware that this is the stolen item. If you're just not sure, he's stolen some things during his lifetime, that doesn't mean that all of his property suddenly becomes forbidden and you can't sit on his bench when you go visit him uh, to ask him to do tshuva. So if the item is known to be stolen, we're not allowed to have benefit from it. So the basis for that ruling in Arach is in large part the Mishnah over here, which says Ein Partin Lomitevas they note the lemahem tzedakah. You're not allowed to do an exchange of money with the tax collector in their time. We'll see as the Gemara develops it that the tax collector was a person of enormous power and a lot of arbitrary decisions. And therefore the money that he had in his tax collector box was considered stolen money it was an abusive type of relationship. But you would be allowed to do an exchange of money with what this tax collector has in his house, or if he has money in the marketplace for purchase, etc. So that type of money you could do an exchange. But the fear over here is that the money that's in the tax collector box is known to be extortion and to do an exchange means you're gonna end up with coins that are stolen. The Gemara tells us tono a dinner, but if you owe them money, you're allowed to give them a large coin, Vnosen and you're allowed to accept the the change from your larger coin. If you owe owe them half a dinner and you give them a full dinner coin, you'd be allowed to take the change. And the concept there is kematzel miyadam, because otherwise they're just going to get more money in an improper way. You're allowed to take that money back, again, as change, but not as an exchange. If you want uh, singles for a $5 bill, you couldn't do that with them. Because this money is problematic. Says the Gemara, delving to the very essence of the topic, Umuchsin, you're worried that the tax collector's money is dishonest money. Didn't Shmuel teach us dina demalchusa dina? The law of the land is the law. And if the land has a tax, meaning the government has a tax, the money that's paid because of that tax does indeed belong to the monarchy. We don't disagree with that. We don't resent that. It's, that's the law. The law is that the government is allowed a tax. So then why are you so worried about the money that's in the tax collector box? Omar Chanina Barkana, Omar Shmuel, you're right. But B'muchas she'en Lo Kitzvah. We're dealing with a tax collector that has no guidelines. He takes as he sees fit. (coughs) And that's not something that Shmuel endorsed. Shmuel endorsed if there's across-the-board tax, government taxes, because we want to provide services or because the king has needs as a monarchy for the army, etc. That's considered a valid tax. But a tax collector who's simply powerful and therefore he goes from person to person arbitrarily deciding how much money they ought to pay him because that's his whim, that's not valid, and the money in his box would be considered stolen. Tzvei Rab'yanei Amri, the Basmerish of Rab'yanei, gave a different answer. may a love a tax collector who is self-appointed. He's not based on the recognized monarchy. He's doing his own thing. And such a person, the money that he has in his box, is considered stolen. In Shochan Aruch and Shin Samech Tes Sif Ches, I'm sorry, Sif Beis, the Machaber describes a person who is able to mint coins and they're accepted. Hiskimu alav, the people, the popular opinion is that he's indeed the king. V'sam shihi and they've agreed that he is their master. She'im lokein, because if not for that agreement, hareu gazlan he's just a powerful person who's extorting money. But we would say dina de dina, if it's a recognized government. Now, the Gemara on Ahmed Bez shows us the tremendous ramification of this approach, that if it's a recognized monarchy, so then their taxation is indeed recognized and accepted, and we wouldn't say theft on that. The ramification, if you take a look on Ahmed Be'ez, about eight lines down into the wide, Gufa Omar Shmuel. We learned Dina deMalchus Dino, in the name of Shmuel. The law of the land is the land. Omar Rava Rava says Teda. It's got to be like that. Dikatli Dikli VeGishri Gishri NaLayhu because they build bridges from trees harvested from people's land based on taxation they owed, or you were entitled, the tax collectors were entitled to actually harvest trees in order to build the bridges, and we use the bridges. So you see from the Minig that indeed the law, no one ever complained about this, the law obviously is that we recognize these bridges as being built legitimately, and the reason is because it's a universal taxation that's imposed by a recognized government, and therefore their law is valid law, and the beams that make up the bridge are not considered stolen. Again, one might think maybe the people are resentful, but that's the law. The law is that such taxation is acceptable. Yashokohar, thank you for joining.